Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Today, I have a return guest because he's so amazing, I had to bring him back. Either it's that or because he knows where the bodies are buried and he told me I had to bring him on again. I'm not sure which. You're probably saying, what about bodies there? That's because Lou is the video godfather. We're not exactly sure why, and frankly, we're a little afraid to ask. What we do know is that Lou Bortone has been a pioneer and thought leader in the video space since the launch of YouTube in 2005. I don't think I was worried about YouTube in 2005. In fact, I know I wasn't. I was having a kid. (laughs) He's helped thousands of entrepreneurs and companies create and leverage online video to build their brands and dramatically grow their revenues. So, Lou, the last time you were on, it was January. Oh, my God. Yep. And as I recall, that was a pretty stressed out time for you. It was. January was the beginning of the uh, the year of hell, basically. So, yep, 2020 did not start off too. Uh, I know most of the world probably crashed and burned in like February, March with the pandemic. But my world kind of crashed business-wise and even personally, I guess, in January. So my mom passed away. Business was down. Michael Port, who, who wrote Book Yourself Solid, used to, always used to say, most business problems are personal problems in disguise. And I think even though I didn't see it at the time, I think that was really the case. That's really interesting. I never realized that was Michael Port's quote. And that's awesome because we're going to be talking about Book Yourself Solid today. Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't going to start there. So we were talking quite a bit at that time because I remember how tired and stressed, et cetera, you were. And I said, you know, you're going to burn out. Mm-hmm. You really need to take a break. Right. And we were also talking before we started the podcast about how sometimes it takes some of us like 35 times before we hear a message. And so I'd love for you to tell about how you actually heard the message and where it came from because it's a dear friend of both of ours. Yeah. Well, you told me long before our friend Patty Lennon, but as I like the kid, well, I'm probably more slightly more afraid of Patty than I am of you. So I didn't listen to you, but I listened to Patty. Or like you said, the message just finally broke through then because she told me the same thing. She's like, I said, you know, I don't know how to get this business back rolling. And this is even pre-pandemic, so I didn't have that excuse. And she said, well, you should just shut it down for a couple of weeks. And I was like, are you nuts? Catherine said that too, but I just thought she was teasing me because who would ever propose something so preposterous? But anyway, I I finally did that. We have this little company called Getaway, I think it's called, and they have these little tiny house cabins all over the country in the Catskills. We have one here in New Hampshire about an hour from me. So it was too convenient and too easy to, to just go. And, you know, when I say digital detox, it's like, you know, no TV, no phone, no iPhone, no checking messages, no email. 
And that was really good to just kind of get off the grid and just kind of clear your head for a little bit. So that was when things really kind of started turning around because I just was able to focus and without the distraction of news and CNN and emails and all that other stuff to just have like, okay, well, it's me and my thoughts because that's all I got. <laughs> so. Do you take a journal or anything with you? Like, what'd you take? I filled like, like two or three of these loose leaf notebooks. Wow. With ideas that I have to go back to at some point. But some of the stuff I've used and some of it I haven't used yet. But I mean, it's just interesting because I kind of was able to really step back and think about the business rather than just being stuck in that quagmire of like day to day stuff. Right. You have a great name for Patty. What is it? Spiritual consigliere. Consigliere. Yeah. <laughs> I have to fix my Italian. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's funny because, I'm, you know, she's a little too woo-woo for me, but but it just enough so that it kind of works. Like, yeah, she was kind of like, no, I'm not, you know, you have to do this. I'm like, well, no, other people told me that too. She's like, well, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, here goes. And, you know, I laugh because she told me to take a month off. Yeah. So I've been in I've been in the Patty Conciliary boat. <laughs> yeah, I think and I did take the month off. Yeah, and, and 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 interestingly, and you may not have known this, but that's where it came from. Mm -hmm. It was because I had done it, and I knew what a difference it makes in your life. Oh, wow. Yeah, completely back because I'd had to do it, and mine was, of course, right after I dealt with cancer. And you had personal things going on as well. As entrepreneurs, we bring so much of ourselves to our business. We really are our businesses. Yeah. I can see how the Michael Port quote of, you know, a business problem is a personal problem, yeah. and I really paraphrase that, sorry, Michael, is accurate, is in fact true. So for anyone who's listening, if you're completely stressed, exhausted, burned out, don't know where the heck to take your business next, before you call Lou for video and book yourself solid and me for productivity coaching, go take a couple days off. <laughs> yeah, like really off, not just, and that was the, that was the thing really, just to be able to step back from everything. And, you know, I always said like, hey, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I am the business. And if I don't work, there's no money coming in. So you're basically saying, I'm going to give up three days of three or four days or a week of revenue if I go completely off the grid, which isn't necessarily true because I still sent emails. I had everything queued up. I just automated right. it while I was gone. But you know, I did that when I went to Europe with my family. We were gone 17 days and I had mm -hmm. pretty much everything queued up. And then there was a very funny situation. I don't know if you know this story. I saw someone must have sent me information about someone looking for office design ideas for mm -hmm. Staples magazine. Uh, and I thought, oh, I can't let this one go. I mean, yeah. this is such an opportunity. And I remember writing everything, emailing it from wherever we were, I believe Spain. Yeah. And then on the day we were headed to the Alhambra, I got another email from the gentleman saying, I need more information. So I was literally on my iPad <laughs> and we're in the car and it's like a two hour trip to the Alhambra. And, you know, we can't really use Wi-Fi. You know, yeah. it's, there's no Wi-Fi in the car. We'll start there. And I'm typing away like crazy, all in notes. And then as soon as we got to the Alhambra and we had done our tour and everything else, I said to the gal who was there, I said, do you know where I can go and get some Wi-Fi long enough to send this email? She said, you can hotspot off my phone. Oh, cool. So during lunch, we hotspotted, <laughs> sent this thing, and I'm in Staples Magazine now. That's cool. So, you can do it. And, and I think that may have been the only work I did that entire 17 days. And no, I wasn't bringing any income in. At that time, I still had a business that was like one-to-one -one and in-person and having to work time for money. 
in essence. But you and I have both shifted quite a bit to doing group programs and such, which allows us to have a different format for for regular income. Feels better, for sure. I don't quite have a passive product yet. Do you? Aside from self-study courses, I mean, that's kind of just hands-off for the most part now. Right. So I've got mine going, and I think it's going to become a self-study course, parts Mm -hmm. of it. I think there's many ones in there. We'll be talking because Mm -hmm. Lou and I are both on Thinkific. And he's much better at it because I just started on Thinkific. So I'm a real newbie at it. Mm -hmm. Not too bad on video. I think I've finally kind of gotten to a point where I'm pretty comfortable on it. Yeah. So let's talk about Book Yourself Solid. So you've gone on this little retreat to the cabin in the woods. Yeah. Filled three notebooks with pages of ideas. Right, right. Find Dawn. It's interesting because one of the things I was in the very first class of Book Yourself Solid Coach Certified Coaches, which I think was twelve or thirteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met Dawn in one of the at one of the Book Yourself Solid events. You know, shortly thereafter, and she's also a Book Yourself Solid Certified Coach. And you know, we kind of kept in touch, but she had moved from New York to San Diego, so I sort of lost touch with her. But one of the things when I was at, on the uh, off the grid digital detox thing that that I realized was like I don't really want to do all of this alone anymore. I want to have at least, you know, somebody that I'm doing some stuff with fairly regularly to just sort of pick up the slack and bounce stuff off of. And and then, you know, lo and behold, Dawn called like almost the week I got back from the, the cabin. And, you know, before I was off the phone with her, she'd already Venmoed me money for something or other. I was like, like, I didn't ask for it. I'm like, oh, look, Venmo. And then it just evolved into like, you know, hey, we're both Book Yourself Solid Coaches. We're both big fans and followers of Donald Miller's Marketing Made Simple. So we took little elements from both of it and just started working on that stuff. And and we've been doing it ever since. And it was really a big, big change because now it's like, okay, now I do have on that part of the business, somebody that I can bounce stuff off of. And she's a lot more outgoing than me and I'm more introverted. So it's a, a nice balance of yin and yang there. So, you know, ask and you shall receive, I guess. I didn't realize that's what I needed, but it really helped especially this year to have somebody to kind of partner up with and i get that and it's interesting because as i've gone into coaching and my coach training the first sort of series of the class the first eight-week program this summer the two people i had in my small group we've become great buddies and we touch base about once a month but there was a gal in the group uh, sue and Sue happened to mention passing that she was planning to get her level two certification in the study of ADHD with Institute for Challenging Disorganization. How's that for a very long thing? And I was too. So I reached out to her, not knowing her at all, and said, hey, I'm studying this too. Are you trying to get it done before we start level two coaching? Which, P.S., was a month later. And she said, that'd be amazing. <laughs> She's working part-time. She had gotten a lot further in the reading. And the two of us did a marathon push over the course of those four weeks. Yep. And I got certified. I mean, I squeaked that in. I think I took that test just before the, you know, the first day of the second level coaching class. And it's funny because I think passing is a 75 and I got an 80. And there was a time in my life where I'd be like, 80, that's so low. That's so horrible. I'm like, I passed. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was it was great to get that done and, and have that accountability. Well, we've continued to be accountability partners. Oh, that's cool. So in coaching school, we meet every Monday and we talk about, did you understand the reading? What about this? Are you confused on that? And now there's a big ADHD conference coming up. 
And we're talking about, okay, I'm going to be in this class. You Can we swap notes for that class? And what a difference it makes to have an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we both do this for a living, you know, in a way, your accountability partner for so many of your clients to get the videos done. Yeah. Accountability partner for my clients who struggle with any kind of executive function challenges in getting their productivity going in their business. And yet, like, the lights go off, ding, 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 ding. You'd think, like, we had known this already. Mm-hmm. And yet, here it is. So, you know, Dawn has been a gift to you. And yeah. I took Book Yourself Solid the first round. Yeah, I think it was the first time we had done it. Yep. And it, it was, was great. It was fun because, I mean, again, I had to kind of revisit the materials because it's over a decade long. But the interesting thing is that during the pandemic, a lot of this sort of really back to basics marketing stuff was really relevant. I'm like, wow, this stuff really stands the test of time and is just as relevant today. So yeah, we started coaching around that and doing workshops and three hour things here and there. And the funny thing is, you know, it's all virtual because there's no in-person stuff whatsoever. In fact, I probably haven't seen Dawn for seven or eight years, like in person, but this is the world we live in now. So yeah. And you know, my business was all in person Mm -hmm. and I had to make that shift very quickly. So you're Book Yourself Solid class came at a great time because I was doing that major shift to digital and it was not easy, but it was doable. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, one of the things you had, Lou, was systems and processes in place already. Mm -hmm. When the time came and Dawn uh, magically appeared, (laughs) you know, you were good to go. You had two things. You had things in place, but the second thing you had was a vision. Mm -hmm. You had a, hey, I'm all done with doing this by myself. You know, and then you put out in the universe this goal of there must be somebody out there for me, mm-hmm. which sort of sounds like a, how I found my husband. <laughs> That's a different story, <laughs> not for work stuff. So tell me one of your favorite Michael Port strategies for small businesses. The stuff at the very beginning when he talks about the red velvet rope policy, I mean, it's something that everybody can understand. And I've like taken it kind of a step further when I've done like dump the duds webinars and things like that. But really, it's about identifying your target market and working with people who, you know, don't drain you, basically. Because that's the other thing that had happened, really, you know, in this whole coaching thing. It's like I had a few clients that just were like, every time I get off the phone with them, I'll be like, I gotta take a nap or, or have a drink or something, you know, so... Where's my wine? Because you want to work with people who energize and inspire you. And and the whole idea of the red velvet rope policy is like, you know what? Not everybody gets in. There's, you know, there's a little red velvet rope and you have to meet certain criteria that you're a good fit to work together. So that's one of my favorites is just the whole idea of the red velvet rope policy. And a lot of people say like, oh my gosh, well, there's a pandemic and I need all the clients I can get and I can't be choosy. Like, well, you can be more choosy or less choosy depending on the economy and how things are going. It's like, okay, maybe the red rope is a little bit looser this month. And other times it's like, okay, you know, I'm, I've got a waiting list at this point. So again, it's kind of the best back to basics of who do you work with? You know, how do you help them? And can you communicate how you help them so that they know, oh, yeah, this is the person for me. And it's interesting you say that because, of course, after taking that course with all of you, one of the things I did was I got very clear about who my clientele are. Mm-hmm. So I was giving a presentation two weeks ago and someone reached out to me and he said, even though I know I'm not an entrepreneur and I really can't work with you, the fact is, is I'm going to be working for a small business. And so does that qualify me? And I said, get on the phone. <laughs> Let's talk. 
And he's great. And I, I think he's going to become a client. We're not there yet. Like you, this bigger one-to-one coaching packages tend to be something that people need a little more time to consider. Yeah, definitely. Yep. It's really neat because it made me realize like, wow, I've really communicated who my ideal client is. Mm-hmm. And, and in a way, that's great because that means that I'm not going to get a phone call from, I don't know, XYZ, big corporation you know, saying we need help with our CEO or whatever. And actually, I wouldn't turn that call away. (laughs) But, you know, the primary people I'm working with are small business owners. Mm -hmm. So I I was really, really psyched to get that feedback that was like, wow, it's really, really clear where that red velvet rope is. Mm -hmm. And then you just got to put it out. It's like he also does as part of that. We have Book yourself solid, calls it a who and do what statement. It's like, who do you work with and what do you do for them? So if you say, you know, I work with small business owners or I work with people in the real estate industry or whatever. So you really kind of, and a lot of people are afraid to narrow too much, but you know, the finding that niche that you work with is really important because that people are like, oh no, I can help everybody. I, I work with everyone. Well, that's kind of a broad target audience. So. Well, I've, I've even gotten more niche since I last even spoke with you. Mm-hmm. And that is that this coaching that I'm doing is no longer going to be productivity coaching. It's actually going to be neurodiversity coaching. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so exciting. So I'm going to be a part of the, uh, with the coaching group I'm in, uh, with the first group of people who will be taking that particular coaching path. Mm-hmm. So it's been very exciting to be a part of it. And I really do want to work with clients who are neurodiverse. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a learning curve and there's going to be some sort of education around it because you kind of have two different schools of thought. One is the only people who are neurodiverse are autistic, you know, on the spectrum. And then the other is there's a whole lot of other things that fall under that category, everything from traumatic brain injury to ADHD. And then you even have people who say, well, ADHD is on the spectrum. Well, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't play one on TV, but it's a fascinating field to study and learn about. Neurodiverse also includes addiction, alcoholism, all that area. If you're looking at the more broad based of, of how, um, what you would really call like brain based conditions. So going to be an interesting year and a half as I'm studying for all this. But yeah, that's the thing. The more you, you can narrow your target market, the easier they are to find and identify. And you can sort of say, well, where do these folks hang out, you know, so. Right. Whereas before it was all, you know, overwhelmed entrepreneurs. Right. Okay. Well, they're all, you know, do you know an overwhelmed entrepreneur? Underwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think they exist. So it was just too broad a market. So how do we narrow down? And I think that's a great point. Any other good gems from Book Yourself Solid? It's sort of an extension of the Red Velvet Rope, but, you know, it calls it the simple selling, a simple sales. It's basically... Let's take all the crazy fear and formulas out of sales and just try to develop relationships and build mm-hmm. trust and credibility over time. Somebody asked me, I was on another call this morning and they said, you know, what are your sales calls like? I'm like, well, if somebody actually manages to get on the phone with me or have a Zoom, they're usually pretty well pre-sold or they've known me for a long time. So I take that sales process and mean like, okay, it's not just some quick, I'm going to do a cold call and get somebody. I've already identified the target market. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes people will sort of self-identify into that target market. And then I've done enough promotional work, marketing work over the course of time, whether it's videos on YouTube or Facebook posts or emails, so that by the time they do get there, they're like, you know, I'm I'm ready to go. So. Right. 
it makes it a lot easier to, to sell when somebody's kind of pre-sold because they know, like, and trust you. Right. So that's yeah. just relationships. And I always thought, oh, my God, I can't do sales. I'm not a sales guy. I'm an introvert. But, the, you know, I just do it my own way. And it works yeah. for you. So that's what matters. So uh, sort of last question here. Do you have a favorite productivity tool or app that you use? Wow. Honestly, for me, it's it's probably Canva. It's the one that I go to five times a day. And you may not think of it as a, as a productivity tool. But for me, it makes things so much easier and so much faster. Mm. And I think, you know, productivity tools, anything that saves time, it's like, I don't know Photoshop, but I do a ton of graphic and creative stuff. So, I mean, I use Canva constantly. Oh, I need a YouTube thumbnail. Oh, I need a, a Facebook ad. Oh, I need a, a post for this or that. So that's just my go-to, always open, always using it productivity tool. Well, I have to tell you, I am not strong at Canva and it's something mm. I definitely need to learn. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be surprised if I'm hitting up the Godfather yeah. for Canva, Canva Godfather. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know, design stuff for people who are not designers because it's just templates. And that's I think an overall productivity tool to save time is like you know, start with a template. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Most of the stuff I do on Canva comes from another design that a designer's already done, so I'm just customizing it and filling in the blanks. That sounds great. I love it. Canva's a great tool, and the little bit I've used of it. I noticed it's a really good tool. My assistant is the one who does. And anyone who's listening who was on my Instagram, be aware. I don't create those. My assistant does. They look really good. So I'm hoping to get to the point where I get a lot better at it. Because there are times I wish I could just throw something together without having to go to her and ask. Not because I don't want to give her the business. Of course I do. But just that it's uh, sometimes it's like Saturday at 3 p.m. You know, when I think of things at one o'clock in the morning on Saturday, which I often do, I'm like, I'm not going to call the VA. I can just go do it myself. Exactly. Exactly. All right. When do you run your next Book Yourself Solid? I'm guessing January? Probably January. Yeah. I got to connect with Don and and figure it all out. But we want to get past, I don't know when this is going to air, but we want to get past all the, the fall stuff. Well, and you know, not for nothing, but we're getting rough. I mean, we're starting to talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but there's a lot of discussion in my household about how we're going to handle it. I know. It's going to be really kind of challenging. So we're going to try to kind of get through the holidays and then start fresh in January with another round of uh, Book Yourself Solid. And it's interesting because I see a lot of the old, old former, you know, coaches who have been doing it for a while kind of getting back into it. So I think everybody's realizing like there's nothing new under the sun. It's like, let's go back to basics and take proven, tried and true stuff like that and sort of bring it back to life. I agree. Never know. You might see me back in the class again. I sure could use it just as a refresher. So that when this is recording is, is obviously before Thanksgiving, but it will be actually going up probably in early December. Mm-hmm. Just so you know the timing for people who are listening. If you're wondering why there's sort of a dichotomy between when we're recording and whatnot, I made a decision that one of the ways to make this podcast easier for me was to batch record. So I'm actually taking a powerhouse week and a half to interview all kinds of amazing people and have all the podcasts done in advance because I start my coaching course in a couple of days and it takes a ton of time. So this is how I was able to get back into podcasting again. So a productivity pointer, reassess your time, step back, take a deep breath, like Lou did when he went off to that cabin, and then relook at how you do things to make them work better for you. That's the old adage of, it's not what you should do, it's what you will do. 
So what will I do? Well, apparently I'll batch record in order to get the podcast up, which is pretty exciting. I'm very happy to be back at the podcast. Yeah, batching's great. I mean, that's what the TV business does. And they just like, all right, we're going to do, uh, come in and say like, I don't know, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, whatever. Okay, we're going to do five episodes tonight. Boom, 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 boom. So. I noticed that, that that's done. And I, I don't know, what do they do? Change outfits in between, I assume? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Lou, where can we find you? Probably the easiest way is loubortone.com or you can always email me at vip at loubortone.com. That's fantastic. I'll put all these yeah, links below. <laughs> uh, let's see. I can put a link for Book Yourself Solid. I can yeah. put a link for Canva. And obviously, all the information for how to reach you, Lou. Thank you so much for coming on. So grateful to you. Always fun to chat with you. Thank you. Good to see you. And thanks for the opportunity. You too. Thanks. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.